Now, Maccabees, in today's gospel, we find, well, the readings today, as I mentioned, we find a lot of reference to the resurrection. We find a lot of reference to our bodies rising to life again. So it's a question of what do we believe as Catholics about the resurrection? What can we say as Catholics about rising from the dead? Well, first is that we believe that the body has value and that is dignity, has dignity. We are not saying the soul is good and the body bad. We're saying but we believe that the body is good and the soul is good. Both things are good because they're made by God. We also believe that the soul is a thing in the body that gives life to the body. That's the difference between a dead body and a person who is alive. The person who is alive has their soul within them. But the dead person, the, the, the dead corpse right there, does not have that soul within them. Because the body, because we believe as Catholics that death is a separation of soul and body. That the, de- that the soul separates from the body when a person dies. And that is an effect of sin. God said to Adam and Eve that they would die if they ate that forbidden fruit. And so when they ate that forbidden fruit, they actually experienced death and sin in their lives. And that's one of the effects of sin. So we see that, so then we also, so we believe that when the resurrection occurs, that the body and the soul will come together again, be reunited with each other. Some, that the soul will be, the separation of the soul and body will be no more, but the resurrection will take place and that they will come back, they'll come back together again. And they come to life again. Now that's what the, if we stop there, that's what be what the Jewish people believe. Back in the Maccabean time period, we see here in the first reading that people, that the brothers are saying, well, they're basically laying down their lives for, for God, for not, not to violate the commandments of God. They'd rather die than eat pork, as it says, or to, to violate God's law, which is pretty amazing for us to hear about. Would you be willing to die if you missed Sunday Mass, if you had to miss Sunday Mass or not? That'd be a quick question to ask ourselves. So we see here that these men, these seven brothers, are willing to die rather than violate God's law. And so, but then, then they make reference, both, all, all of them, in this first reading, about coming to life again forever, raise us up to life again forever. And then from him, I hope to receive them again. Well, he says, is, the second one said, the third is, it was from heaven that I received these, in other, in other words, hands and tongue. It was from heaven that I received these. For the sake of his laws, I disdained them. From him, I hope to receive them again. So we see here even that third brother was wishing to receive his hands and his tongue again. But yet we as Catholics 
don't just stop there with the raise the soul and body coming back together. We also believe we go a step further in saying we become like Christ. That our bodies will be glorified. That we'll be, when, we're, when we experience the resurrection, that our, death, our bodies will be glorified in the same way that Christ was after he died and rose from the dead. That's, what's make it, that's what makes us different than the, this belief in the Jews. And so, we, and so we also see here within this the importance of a full, for example, this has a lot of implications. One is in the importance of a full body burial. It is a church's preference that a person's body is buried full body, not cremated. Cremation might be the cheaper option, but full body burial, burial is what we, what we intend, what we desire as a primary option for us who are burying our dead, not cremation. Because the body and soul will come back together again in the resurrection. And a full-body burial would signify that more. And it's also important with that fact to bury the body all in one place. Instead of scattering the ashes, let's say, taking a lock and putting around their necklace of their ashes around, that is, against, that is contrary to that belief of the resurrection. That's contrary to belief that the body and soul will come back together again. So we believe these things as Catholics. And so we see here that these things will take place at the resurrection. So because the soul and body will reunite one day in a glorified body, we believe that we cannot die again with the resurrection. That's one of the things, that there is life after death. Once the soul and body come back together, that they will, we cannot die again. We're not going to be like angels we're not going to be angels, I should say, or any other creature when we come back to life again, but you and I will be in our bodies. That you and I will have our bodies and, we'll be, and it will be glorified. We'll be like angels, I mean, these, in the sense that we will be immortal. Angels are immortal. But we will not become angels when we die. We will not become any other creature when we die. We believe that we'll be reunited, reunited with our souls after we die and be able to rise again. And this beautifully, when we experience this resurrection, well, we, with believing this resurrection, this should bring us hope. It should bring us a hope of, of, and a desire to live for Christ because nothing in this world can take away from Christ and his love for us. Nothing in this world can take away from that reality of the resurrection taking place. That Lord willing, when we rise from the dead, we will be able to see him face to face in heaven. And that's why, this, this, that's why the martyrs are such a beautiful example for us. When we, when we witness a martyr, when we experience, when we meditate upon the martyr's life, we see that they have given their life up for Christ, that they died for Christ. And yet, they are not the saddest people. They are people of joy. They are people who are gladly willing to give up their lives for Christ because they know the resurrection will take place. And that if they are able to die like that, they will more than likely get to heaven. They'll be able to see God in heaven. That's the joy of the resurrection. 
That's the joy what we all have to live for while being here on this earth. You and I are not just living for this earth. We are not called upon to live for this earth. We are called upon to live for Christ, to live our lives remembering that we will rise from the dead and receive a glorified body through the resurrection. Praise God for that. Praise God for the gift of his mercy and his love for us. And this brings me to my, my thought is that, you know, with November, I, I mentioned that we are celebrating while well, we're remembering the dead. Let's pray for the dead. Let's pray that they may be able to see God face to face in heaven. Purgatory is probably one of the, well, other than hell, purgatory is the worst place to be. Because, yes, they're in purification mode, but there's a lot of suffering there, too. And they're about to see God face to face if they're in purgatory, but, we, but they need that extra step. And that's where our prayers come in to help them. So to ask our Lord today, let's pray for our dead today. Let's pray for the people who are in the book of the dead, that they may see God face to face and may experience the glory and the joy of being in heaven with God face to face. Eternal ask grant to them, O Lord, and the perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. May their souls and all the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace.